0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Toast to the Art Show with Nancy and Lisa. You know, every third Saturday, we get to chat with one of our favorite people, Victoria Chick. She is a contemporary figurative artist and early 19th and 20th century print collector. She's based in Silver City, New Mexico, where she's also spearheaded the creation, which is in development now, of the Southwest Regional Museum of Art and Art Center. It's very cool. I encourage you to go to her website, Chick. Chick.com. So, welcome back, Victoria. How are you? Very well. Thank you, Lisa.
1: Glad thank to be we're,
0: we're always excited and we're excited about this topic, The Starving Artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, everybody, by the way, the latest issue of or the new brand new magazine, way back when, History Magazine is out. And that's the front cover story is Victoria's article about how the 17th century Dutch uh, shipping industry spurred art like how art happened mm-hmm. and now we're talking about the starving artist like that's a bit of an opposite thing but kind of not if you hear and, and read her article now about the starving artist it goes into what happened in France and the British blockade and the French Revolution all of this history why did artists have to starve at a point so we're going to talk about that today and um, I find it fascinating because we always talk about the starving artist music. You think of even musicians, there was the band AHA. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think it was AHA uh-huh or was it U2? Uh, I don't know which one, but I remember it was one of the two that they said, oh, they like, you know, heated themselves with a light bulb, uh, you know, in their tiny little dingy apartment, didn't have... Food really lived off of canned beans, you know, things like that. We hear about this, but this was a real (laughs) deal and it uh, starts way back when. So welcome back, uh, Victoria. Let's talk about the starving artist, which we talked about on the show before. And now you went down the big rabbit hole. (laughs) Well, (laughs) at least it it wasn't a YouTube one, right? (laughs) Not the YouTube (laughs) rabbit hole, because that means like we'll never see you again. So I'm glad.
1: (laughs) But Uh. yeah. Well, a rabbit trail maybe is a better word than a rabbit hole because I went off on a lot of directions to study this idea of the starving earth. We t- we tossed the term around, kind of in mm-hmm. a humorous way. And uh, the, when you and I were talking, we just we decided let's let's find out how it came about. So that was what I set myself to do since we met last time. And yeah, uh, it's, it's been very it's, interesting. It's been a, a real um, education for me in a way because I never really studied economics that much. And I discovered that economics is the biggest reason why we came up with the term starving artist. Um, it, you it, know, wasn't just, it wasn't just artists that were starving. It was almost everybody in France for a period of time was, was in a starving situation. When I was
0: a teenager and I was being told to pick what I'm gonna do for my you know how I'm gonna support myself through life and I wanted to be an artist and my parents were well oh, you're gonna starve that's it <laughs> <laughs> that was it you starve you're gonna starve I was like well you know so the starving artist thing really um I took that to heart and I thought, okay, I'm still going to be an artist, but then I was reading about artists that were making a lot of money, you know, and so I was thinking, well, okay, but as I read about different artists, they compromised to a degree so they could live, um, but still do art, which is exactly what I did for a while. I, I ended up doing pet portraits. Did I want to do only pet portraits no do i like doing them yeah because i like dogs and cats and horses and so it doesn't bother me to do it but that it seemed more like uh photography to me than a painting 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 you know so um and people just wanted their animal to look straight at them they want like scenery or the animal to be doing something. They just wanted the dog or the cat to look at them. And I found that a little frustrating. So, artistically, yes. <laughs> yeah, I want oh, the dog. To, I hear Victoria. <laughs> yeah, I want the dog to run in the field or chase a rabbit. No, we're <laughs> so back on the
1: rabbit. They want oh, yeah, down the rabbit hole. But well, yes. you know your 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 parents were right, and and you're right. You both you're both right. Uh, it's it it is very difficult because um, <laughs> there are most artists aren't working for someone anymore. I mean, in uh-huh. the if you go back in this pretty far, but you go back uh, oh even eight hundred years, you're working. Yeah. You're working for a patron you are you're, you're mm-hmm. like one of the crew one of the one of his workers, and so he's paying you a certain amount just to stick around and paint stuff that he likes yeah mm-hmm. and, and, and then there were corporations at the time there were there were uh, governments there were churches so you, there were places for artists to work however mm-hmm. At that time, there weren't that many artists either. So, uh, because everybody was more, more involved in, sur- still, still sur- in survival. And, yeah. and, uh, and so they, if they had a, a, an artistic bent, a design bent, they could probably find something that was useful that they could, that would sublimate their drive to create. You know, mm-hmm. they could be a blacksmith, or they could uh, uh, they could they could plow and dip their fields in in a creative way. You know, there's all there all kinds of things that people people figured out to do. Or sewing was another mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. um, the economy, I mean, as long as people have existed, the economy has not given artists a lot to do. Honestly. Mm-hmm until recently until when I said when I say recently, I mean like the last couple hundred years um, mm-hmm. because they're just there just weren't that there wasn't that much work available to to allow people to make a living right people mm-hmm. to buy their work and so that's really kind of a, a fairly recent uh, recent thing um we look at we look at our history books and look and there's see all these fabulous things but when you when you really look at how many artists there were in those artistry books, there's not that many, considering mm-hmm. all, all the billions of people that that existed
0: <laughs> uh, and then
1: they worked for like the king or queen, yes. And they
0: lived in the palace and painted what they were told to paint which they got like, wine, you know they got wine right? well probably but and and you know, know
1: this was this is the same thing with musicians mm. Mm-hmm. At the time, if you if you if you were really good, or if you could if you could write write music really well, or if you could play music really really well, you were you were employed. You had full time employment. But mm-hmm. people who loved music, uh, they maybe they couldn't afford an instrument. They they would figure out something, some other way to satisfy their their itch <laughs> to yeah. make make music. So um, I think when I studied this, it was the, I, I kind of had to limit everything because it was just such a huge topic. So I started with the French Revolution
0: as being
1: uh-huh. my starting point. And um, the, the French Revolution, um, while I'm, it was probably well-intended <laughs> to, to make people's uh-huh. lives better, did not make lives p- better in France at all <laughs> for a long, 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 long time. Um, Let's see. Um, first of all, you, you they were killing off their patrons, <laughs> so all the they were execu- executing nobility by the dozens, and the people that would would have enough money to buy art artwork or, mm. or to commission artwork, they were they they were uh, down on the church. They got rid of a lot of a lot of church prelates, so they 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 cut off that avenue for employment. Or, or selling. So um, in addition to that, you think of all the people that were were executed or left town if they could, or left the country if they could, um, all the pe- people that worked for them now were su- suddenly jobless. So it was a great hardship uh, in and all the industries that would supply all those people that, with luxury items, they now had no work. Um, it was, it, and it lasted for quite a long time, even after, after the revolution, well, actually there were five revolutions, but uh, until Napoleon came along. When Napoleon came along, he sort of stabilized things. Now, he was a very strong, a very um, a good leader. Uh, history doesn't treat him particularly well. They sort of think of him as kind of narcissistic, which he probably was but, um, but he, he was able to get things calmed down economically. Um, <clears throat> we talked about some other things um, that came up um, during this period of time. And that was uh, some of the agricultural economy that, that France based, based itself on. France uh, still is 45% of an agricultural um, economy. So it was the one thing was the wine blight. That's not cool. No, no, I knew, I knew that would, you know, that
0: you you, you hone in on that. Yeah, but listen, but that that was just not. It was bad for agriculture, but also uh, artists need wine, don't you, Victoria? (laughs) I know as a musician, like, no, I know a lot of musicians who say no drinking, but um, we want our wine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so. And, and and they they, uh, they had a silkworm problem. They, they had some kind of parasite that was attacking silkworms. A lot of people don't realize that France had this huge silk industry making silk fabric up in uh, the northern part of France. So that went about went uh, south about the same time the wine thing did. And so the the um, the employment rate, the the ability to earn a living for your family was really bad. One thing. Uh, that happened during Napoleon's uh, time was that he there was the um, a national kind of a national um, distribution of of wealth. Oh, I'll, I'll say wealth, and that was it didn't mean that was really wealthy, but it was. But everybody meant everybody got some money from the government, mm-hmm. and um, they took they took money away from people that earned more, and they gave it to people that didn't earn anything. So, so they were trying to even it out. We have, we kind of have that idea sometimes that people talk about today. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, it's a very communistic idea that, that Lenin came up with. Um, he may, I think he may have gotten his idea from the French Revolution. So it did keep people from starving, but nobody was well off. Um, and so it doesn't way, really
0: work because people, especially for artists, you want to be able to do what you want and name the price you want. And you don't, you know, that
1: it, does, it, it doesn't,
0: it doesn't work. Well, I think though, I think he did. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, no, because no, yes, no, no, yes, no, no. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, okay. Cause then you're still controlling and whatever, you know, this but. is such a weird thing about, but this is the thing that's always fascinating that you always you know you always bring to the table the history of the world is part of art it is well, there sure. is no there is i think there's parts of the history of the world doesn't uh, exist without art telling it and showcasing it and so here's artists starving in the midst of all this economic crisis we've seen this now i mean musicians right. to this day i think visual artists have a better shot well not photographers when cell phones came out and everyone could you know get cameras (laughs) everybody thinks they're a photographer digitally here we go and then musicians now everything is streaming so here's your here's your penny every million downloads kind of thing so this is kind of happening now but it happened back in the day too Uh, the arts are what nurture our society when stuff hits the fan when yeah. we have wars, when we have a depression, not just a recession, like you're saying, a recession to a depression is what yes. happened in France and, and from the revolution and all these agricultural and silk sheets. My gosh, <laughs> wine and silk going at the same time. Listen, yes. that's not cool. But, <laughs> you know, but th- that stuff going away. You've got to think, how do the artists, like, that's what they know. That's who they are. And I, I actually really need to make that point because we think of, oh, we'll just go get a job doing this or whatever. But artists are artists. Musicians are musicians. And now musicians, you know, majority that I we interview all levels of where they are financially. And some go, hey, you know what, I'm going to be an investor and have that day job, but at night I'm doing a musician thing. And right. that's how they're gonna do it because of family. So they're in that split thing, which isn't you know, you know they want to be a full time musician. It's a very difficult know, road And I think you but don't get to do exactly what you want to do artistically or musically. This before. is where that that's where yeah. the starving artist part of the right. I know, but what we look at today because it's weird because it seems like the the big rich people helped the arts, but at the same time, they screw the artists in a way, like right. today, like in a, in a way, you know what I mean. So I'm sorry, but a, a you know a nickel for your million downloads or a penny or whatever it is is just not good enough. So it's it's a, it's kind of a very weird thing to look at this about how economics and history of war. But- and agricultural disease, you know, with the wine blight and, and things like that. Victoria, what you this is a big this is a big rabbit hole. This is a big one.
1: It is, and it, it, when it, when this was going on, uh, initially when the French Revolution started, there was a lot of envy, and as you say, people seeing seeing the rich having so much more than they had. However, by the time uh, the end of the 18, uh, 19th century was coming around, there was less of that because a lot of people were more or less in the same boat. They, if, from an economic standpoint, however, there was still, <laughs> um, I would say, a, a degree of protectionism among the artists. Take a look. This is what this is when we start getting into. Into the the time period that gets identified with starving artists, and that is uh, about the eighteen seventies, eighties, nineties, when the industrial revolution started. France was very late on that, but they did they did get railroads. <laughs> um, their, their their manufacturing was not um, great. They did. Uh, start working with chemicals and, and um, making, for instance, one of the things they made out of chemicals was, was some forms of paint. But anyway, um, you remember when the French Impressionists were working and, mm-hmm. and, and they were working in a way that was different from the, the t- styles of painting of previous decades, like the neoclassical period uh, or the uh, Romantic period. For instance, uh, those were those were styles of painting that were looked up to. Um, the French there there was an organization called um, the. let um, wait a second. <laughs> My mind
0: just went. Oh, you well, you have to go and do a, like a, a a French organization. Remember,
1: so, and the the um well you had the salon de few So those were because. Those artists were not allowed to show their work in the in the French Academy, and uh, they weren't allowed oh. to do that because because their work was not in the style that's approved.
0: So well, excuse us. Yeah, so this was. Mm-hmm. But this was <laughs> Sorry. Not,
1: this, this was not an economic. They didn't. They didn't let them. Sh- they did, did. They refused to let them show, not because they were poor, but because they didn't like their work. <laughs> it. It just. It it flew oh, in the wow. face of everything it thought was was beautiful and um, lofty and so forth. So that was the first the first time what there was mm-hmm. a real disconnect in the art community.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. wow. So this was a poo poo on you know. So basically, like you know, yeah. we could look at this as you know, rock and roll came out and everybody thought the devil was singing, <laughs> yeah, you know.
1: So. <laughs> So, uh, so <laughs> the Salon de Refusés was was a good thing because it got the the people who who didn't who truly they probably were kind of starving at that point they wouldn't they weren't identified that way but they as, that was probably in reality that they did not really get enough to eat um, or anything else but they they grouped together and so we we. Um, we see them as taking control of their lives in a way. They, were, they can't, they can't show anywhere else, so my gosh, they're going, to, they're going to form their own association. They're going to form their own uh, ability to exhibit. And although they, we, we see these people as, as masters today, at the time they were painting, they were not getting any positive recognition um, certainly not any, you know, money <laughs> for quite a lot for years. For years, mm. they just hung yeah. out, and of course, they drank a lot. <laughs> uh, Get over the wine, everybody! No, no wine blight for that. <laughs> apparently, the wine the wine disaster recovered by that time. Yes. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> so, um, but um, we artists, artists. As you know, because you're a musician, um, artists, uh, musicians, uh, people, people who are creative, writers, uh, for for example, um, I say even athletes, uh, they're not necessarily mm-hmm. creative, but but they are on the fringe. Also, because they have a talent that um, often is not uh, recorded. You have to be at a, you have to be at a very high level before you're going to be make it your life's your life's uh, ability to keep make a living or better. So um, anyway. Um, you have to kind of just go out on that limb. It's like,
0: are, yeah. how far are you going to go? And it's like, and then the marketing comes in nowadays, right? Marketing. Well, and you, you, know? have to, you have to learn to be a business person.
1: If you're going to make money this, as an in,
0: artist,
1: you now have this,
0: to be a
1: business person. In this day and age, we can we can work in something and um we can we can if we are if we are driven to do art we will do it you know that's exactly mm. it I um, think
0: even you've got to think back in the days for the artists that were that truly were starving arts because they were starving
1: because of the way no it was rush. they yeah. still
0: did it though they still did it
1: and you've got to think about that like yeah.
0: You know, maybe they swept well, the one, or did the, something,
1: the is, you know. The thing is, Lisa, the ones that we know about did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were probably hundreds of people out there who didn't. who were what who, today we would call hobbyists. And they doesn't mean that they weren't pretty good or even very good or even excellent, but they didn't they, have they, they didn't have the um, market at that time to to do art full time, mm. right? So, exactly. Um, the difference we between, know we know about the ones that made that made it.
0: Right. The difference between painting or sculpting, what you want, is different than what the public will buy.
1: Sometimes,
0: yeah. Well, so, look at DeGrazia. Ted De Grazia. Right. Look at him. He didn't really take commissions, but he became a reproduction artist and became one of the biggest in the world of most but, only, but I one. think after he died, it, but he he was but a yeah. salesman and he knew <laughs> he was one of the best. He was yeah. a, he he was an incredible salesman. <laughs> went out and then he got people to reproduce his art for him. So it was still mm-hmm. art. It wasn't like um you know a photocopy or whatever. Love but print. he had people like work with. Yeah, yeah he had, had actual print people made, printing, but printing and and, same and thing. copying his design work as yeah. art textiles and things i mean he saw like you know what i can make a business out of this mm-hmm. and he was a smart dude i i mean he really was but he still got to art, do his art and he still lived his life as yeah paul mccartney went to his gallery and mm-hmm. it was four o'clock or five o'clock that he closed the gallery and he closed his gallery on paul mccartney <laughs> just closed this it dude. That's Paul, McCartney, like, that's no, it. I'm Paul McCartney, it's like, no, I'm Paul McCartney. Open up it's, and he's well, like, Well, I, I think care. if he knew it was him, he may have, <laughs> but it was like, it's my Shivers Regal time, leave me alone. That's it. I, you know, he had his limits of I need my artist time, and he would paint until two in the morning, three in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when you think about like the artist, yet he also knew he had to do both sides to make it work. Right. He had to have the business side too. You can't do it. Unless you have somebody you can trust to do the business side, and that's, you know, yeah. <laughs> so but it's a bit different now. So this is it's, uh, but well, you it's know, still, is it it's just like ah, uh, like why can't artists just be able to be free and be paid? <laughs> it just doesn't work what? that way. It, it is, is a business. Be... So this is the evolution of the wait, arts no. become
1: a business, a right? Sorry, go wait ahead. Sorry, wait a minute. Oh, wait, a minute. no. Free, be free and be paid. <laughs> There's something there that is wrong. <laughs> I know I, <laughs> know. I know. I whoever, know. I know. Whoever doesn't, whoever is paying you is calling the shots. Exactly. You know. You. It's like in to, any other job. It's Easy to say. We should all be subsidized. You know. No, it, but, that doesn't. But no, you see, it, it doesn't remember, work that way. You remember when 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 uh, the communists took over <laughs> Russia. Uh, the 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 intelligentsia and the artists were were thrilled, um, but they, they but their artwork wound up being not accepted. I mean, they, they the Russian government did not like that artwork. They liked the kind of artwork that Russians did later, which was more like propaganda, showing the, the happy peasants right. and the and the noble mother, et cetera, et cetera. So. You, you, yeah. I mean, if somebody's going to if somebody's going to commission you, and, and even if they say sort of that you're free, you know where your money's coming from, and you want to keep them happy. So exactly. I don't know that I don't think that's really freeing. No, it's I, not. However, I,
0: however, we've talked about public art, right? Yeah. And so when a public art artist, like here's the idea: let the artist do its thing, their thing. It's like Mm -hmm. the National Parks Arts Foundation, right? They let people go in, do their art, and they truly, they apply. I'm going to be an artist for a month. They are an artist, but I'm going to be a resident, excuse me, for a month in a national park. Here's my vision. As soon as they get into that park, I swear to God, we've, we've been doing interviews every month for years with them. These artists change their mind, even if they've done it before. In the same park, everything changes when they get well, there. Of
1: course. And
0: the foundation knows that. And they go, okay, well, you know, go ahead. That's the whole process is going to change because right. that's what creativity is. So they're not stuck to it, which is one yeah. of those few art things that people aren't, that allow them to truly be free, you know. But right. when when it comes to, you know, commissions, you need those mm-hmm. commissions. You need to survive as an artist, but, like, public art, I think, does – you. that's a weird – we've talked about this on shows because, you know, we're doing our public art across America, right? On, right, on our Love Your Park store. But that's an interesting thing, too. But most of the time, the artist, if they have a vision for a mural, they go, hey, I'm painting something about Chicago or something, right, uh, in Chicago. I'm going to do right. this. And then they, everybody has to go through all the muckety-muck stuff, which means city mm-hmm. councils. Right. dude mm-hmm. by the time the artist gets paid is it
1: even worth it you know well, what I mean of course well, it is not... when the
0: art is there but it's I, a...
1: can, I can think of t- I can think of two two examples uh one was um when Rodan was was working he was commissioned by uh, a, a city government it's to... his
0: birthday today that we're recording by the way just saying oh, yeah? it's
1: his birthday today yes this is this is appropriate so um he did this sculpture and it was they hated it they hated it and they mm-hmm. they, they, <laughs> they hid it They hid it for a while they didn't know what to do with it anyway because it didn't think for some reason they didn't think it was noble enough but but that's what, it, what one one example of because it was, it was a committee it was a it was a town council that, that had commissioned this mm-hmm. they and they hated it so, so the other thing is in she in I think it was Chicago uh, there was a, a a sculpture made by a contemporary a contemporary sculptor I think it was Richard Serra anyway he 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 uh, likes large steel slabs and so he made this steel slab and was placed in. Uh, uh, a, a concrete area that people used to use to to go to lunch. They would cross this concrete area to go to lunch. Now this thing was in their way, and boy, <laughs> they they, they, they bust funny. that that uh, public funds public funds were being used for this. So I, we're really getting off on a tangent here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> how, how can we
0: talk about the starving artist without sorry? <laughs> but. Uh,
1: Richard Sarah wasn't starving, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> um um <laughs> But did that that I wanna tell everybody if you go to uh, nationalparktraveling.com or blend radio and TV, I'll go look it up now. You talk about that in your article about public art. That was one of those um examples yeah. about it that people should recognize, you know, that it 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 is an interesting Thing about I'm I'm go I'm going there now. So everybody stay tuned. There's a public <laughs> art story on blendradio and tv.com, and it does link over. I believe it's going there. It I'm getting there. Ah, but anyway, you do talk mm-hmm. about that, and it is on the nationalparktraveling.com site. But you talk about that sculpture, and um people had art <laughs> is supposed to make you change your ways, or not necessarily change your ways, but di- make you see something you know we're supposed to go a different route once in a while right for so you see something different and that's what art's about look at something differently right that's why we go down on these tangents there's every time you come on a show we go in a rabbit hole and this is one of the biggest ones so just saying
1: if you've got a, if you've got a 30 minute lunch hour you have to make a detour you're really pissed <laughs> but but still but still i'm still trying to find the genuine
0: no, art the thing yeah. with art is, as an artist, you're creating what you have in your mind, your heart, your soul, to the best of your ability. Right. And you, put it, and you put it out in front of the public, and the public is very critical or complimentary, whichever. You get a smattering of both. Like somebody will walk, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. And the next person's like, that's dog shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, did you say that on air, Nancy? Oh, well, yeah. Well, um, no. but that's exactly what they do, and but, so it's up, down, up, down, up, down, and so it's emotional because it's your creation. Mm. But and, I want to go to I want to go to yeah. what Victoria was talking about. The artist it the it was called the Tilted Arc. Yes, and it was oh, an, a contemporary you. abstract steel sculpture that was designed in the 1980s by Richard Serra. Mm. and that is yeah. the article and that is on nationalparktraveling.com um, yeah so it it it. Didn't. people thought it was a shelter for rapists and muggers this is from your <laughs> article by the way
1: yeah that was one of, the, one of the complaints
0: yes, yes. And, and a whole letter writing com- uh, a, a campaign ensued and mm-hmm. then they decided to move the sculpture and he claimed that to move it was to destroy it because it was site specific yes Seat. Dude. <laughs> and they cut it. They cut it into three sections. Well, that's ouch. Uh, oh, that's ouch. He I said, mean, and he said, art is not democratic. It's not, it is not for the people. That's what his comment was. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And at the same time, today being Rod that we're um recording this show, it is uh Rodin's birthday we're recording mm-hmm. this November 12th. This is airing November 19th, the third, you know, the third Saturday. Uh, the quote we put up on all social media today is nothing is a waste of time if you use the experience wisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I put up the thinker, you know, think about yeah. that. I mean, yeah. the thinker, everybody go, what, are you just sitting there, you know, but like, <laughs> here's this dude thinking, you know, Lenny's deep in thought and people are like, oh, he's just sitting. But It's true. And you even think about the experience Richard Sarah had, maybe like now, it may be different for him too, because we can have our experience immediately. And then 10 years later, that experience will, because of other life lessons and things, that experience will change. Yep.
1: Yep. If you're lucky, it will change. If you, if you, if you've grown, it will change. Right see
0: this is this is fascinating. okay we did go down the rabbit hole i'm sorry <laughs> um but anyway well, listen, so every-
1: getting, getting back to starving artists
0: <laughs> go go I'm, I'm gonna shut up now <laughs> no,
1: no. oh all your points are good um well 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 we have to go forward into into 20th century that was really when starving artists started being using used excuse me to describe what was going back uh, on back mm-hmm. with art in the 19th century, in the late 19th century, and mm-hmm. in the early 20th century, because because in the in the during the jazz age, you had all these people who could manage to hold on to uh, some money. Uh, there were more, there was more money in America at that time. Um, yeah, there was a, a better a better economy in France, a little bit better, because American. Americans are going over there and buying these these French impressionist paintings. So, uh, but this is this is leading up to World War One. And if you if you know anything about that era, the Jazz Age, there were people people who sensed that there was all was not well. And a lot of them, especially if, if they had any money at all, they would try to avoid facing the reality of another war by pretending that nothing was wrong, and they would, they would, partying became a big thing, alcohol became a big thing, um, having fun was, you know, the highest thing you could do if you were, you know, in college, um, they are very, they were very different in their outlook than, um, than what was really going on, um, that might affect them. Um, so that that was those were the people that would looked looked down. They were sort of snooty. They looked down on people who were they saw us less themselves, and that was that, that group. One of those groups was artists, and so they would call them, "Oh, the starving artists," you know. <laughs> and so so it was a, it was a very derogatory, um, not a, not a sympathetic kind of thing um, to call somebody yeah. now. Uh, I think that the, the interesting part of that is that the so-called starving artists didn't see them themselves as starving at all. They had they had a lot of group support. And uh, they sold paintings sometimes, sometimes they didn't. Um, but I think they prided themselves. They, they didn't want to, they they didn't want to cave in to Corporate, <laughs> corporate America, I guess, uh, which really was the problem at the time. But, but they didn't want to do what everybody thought they should do. They were very independent, and um, that's cool. That they they yeah, stood cool. up. It is, it is cool. They, um, the I looked up several definitions of starving artist. Um, I found one that I felt covered all the arts, not just visual, but one of, one, of the, one of these definitions, they're all basically the same, but one of the definitions of starving artists is an artist who sacrifices material well-being in order to focus on their work. No, um, and they did that, a lot, of, a lot of them. So the downside to that is um, they're out there creating their work. They're probably not gonna be recognized in their lifetimes. Right. But they they I think they they resign themselves to that. They're doing what's important to them, and um, they—and we've used the word integrity, and I think that they, that displayed it. Um, artists, artists are going to look scruffy, <laughs> but even if they make mm-hmm. a little money, because they're going to be covered in old clothes and paint. You know, that's just—that's just what we wear, for the most part. So um, the 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 upside of that, I think, is is the if they're if they are truly that passionate about their work, it shows in their work, and hopefully in their lifetime they'll get recognized for it and they'll benefit monetarily from it. Sometimes they, they their work won't be recognized till after they're dead. Right.
0: That's what's so sad. And um, then sometimes and you know, yeah, yeah sometimes people do things beforehand, and you know, I think like L- Loretta Lynn, you know, she yeah. just passed away. Jack White looked at it, rock and roll Jack White, looked at him, look at her and went, oh, we've got to do something. We've got to preserve this sound. We've got to do, you know. And he, and I think a lot of artists, I'm just talking on the music side, see like we've got to do something. Bonnie Raitt with all the blues musicians that never got their due stood up and went, hey, these I'm learning from them and they never got their money from these records record mm-hmm. companies that, you know, got all the profits. And you hear these stories all the time where the artists come together and band together. And I think that's an important thing. It's better than the communism thing we were talking about earlier, right? you know, uh on, on you know, we've had all these conversations and I don't even know if it was on this show that we're talking about <laughs> that, but I'm just saying, you know, when you think about all, you know, it's, it is, you know, a fight to stay independent and doing what you're supposed to do you know Correct. there's the whole thing about we're here on earth to do something and maybe it's multiple things everybody's got a different path and it's about respecting that and how can we all help each other and do that as best as we can and i think it's it's the same as being an independent magazine and independent radio and independent yeah you know, it there's something beautiful about being independent and going yes you know that's why I have a middle finger and I love it. Hey, but that's it's, how, <laughs> sorry, I, but that's it's how true. this country was founded. Exactly. I people is, being independent. The arts tell the truth. And sometimes yes. we don't like the truth. But you're going to have to, you know, swallow down a little bit. Maybe a few years later, you'll get it, you know. Um, <laughs> But that's the truth. There's no, I mean, you know, I did this quote of the day, like I talked about Rodin and i do this you know on our social media i don't know what's going on twitter but whatever and (laughs) i do all that but every time when i get to the artists and musicians man some of them are so blatant i'm like damn like should i put this up there people are going to get mad and then i go let's just see what happens and then you see people i it's really actually very interesting do we want to hear the truth do we want that or do we they artists the arts are our nurturers and our reality at the same time and our fantasy. That's what's so fascinating about it. We need it as an escape, but we also need reality. But it does it through this escape loophole. It is the gray area. It is going over the line. It is sacrifice for those who go out, whether or not you like their art, that go out and actually go, I'm going to make it work whether or not they have to have a job at the same time I'm talking about all arts there is an integrity to do what is in your soul it's beautiful yes. and I think we should all support each other doing that whether it's art or not I mean you know for some it's it being an accountant and that you better well, be creative well, that's about otherwise we don't want to hire you <laughs> just saying so I, think- I just think this is a fascinating conversation that really leads to doing what you're supposed to do.
1: You know, there's, um, there's a, there's been a shift in the way, of course, uh, starving artists accusing somebody of being or a group of being Oh, they're starving artists. That was met as a real put down uh, at the mm. time it was, it was originally said. Um, I think that you're right, that, that people have come to can, come to understand, um, that artists pouring, pouring out their souls, uh, whether in paint or, or, or music or writing uh, is, you know, it, it it is integrity. And um, I, 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 I'm sure that because, because even, even now in, in, in the last 20 or 30 years, I have been in, in, in areas of, of the country where artists are getting to Together, artists who don't have dealers uh are getting together and they're having their own sales just like the salon de refusés in a way except they're calling them very proudly starving artist sales mm-hmm. mm. so so this whole thing this whole derogatory comment or term is shifted to toward, right. uh, 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 a, a term of pride in a way mm-hmm. that uh, and of course, it's a marketing thing too, because they're 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 saying this, oh yeah, we're starving artists. Well, you know, they're not really starving. Right. <laughs> maybe they haven't sold a lot of work, but they're not starving. But they're calling themselves that, and they're trying to capitalize on a little bit of sympathy there. Yes. Yeah, they're putting their also, integrity on also, the line. Yeah. Also, they're they're hoping that people will come and, and with the, with the idea that. That maybe maybe these starving artists don't really know what they're doing. They're doing, but, I, but maybe I could find a really great piece of art uh, for a little bit of money, bargain price. So yeah. it's well, a, now, yeah. now, it's a, now it's a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Now it's a marketing. It's tool. a marketing tool. Well, that's a good thing because at, we do need
0: to support the arts. Well, and like this, I say it, to people, hey, listen, Bandcamp Fridays for musicians. It's the same thing. They all the money goes to the musician on certain uh, Fridays on bandcamp.com. So when you purchase your downloads, all the money goes. They yeah. they just do that on that one day, and so you want that to happen. I think it's really cool that they do that. Otherwise, like really, I and everybody's at a different level but of it, it, art. Hist- historically, artists, whether they be painting or musicians or writers, were known to be so engrossed in their art that they did not have a business brain so somebody else had to step in and manage <laughs> yeah if, I mean that's really where this all comes from well that's so, where the agent the and then it, okay yeah. the gallery that's why the gallery makes money because they're like we're doing the space we're doing well, this. I know like you know some galleries when I first started painting going to galleries and they were like okay they get 75 percent you get 75 yep mm-hmm. I was like bye see it's you really- But but, they're paying the lights, they're there, it's their contacts, they're paying for the wine, they're doing. But, but I was you know able to sell without them, I just thought I would sell or make my career bigger by going to galleries. And in some cases, yes, it worked, in other cases, not so much. So, I mean, it's art. And I'm talking a long time ago when I first started out. But artistically, if a person has that in them, they're almost driven to, in some way, whether they call it a hobby or somebody else tells them, oh, it's your hobby or whatever. They're driven to create.
1: And well, Nancy,
0: I, I, have to, I have to give a shout out to Absolutely. Nancy. Nancy has used her art being, she enjoys painting, right? But mm-hmm. she used her art as a public voice for things that needed. She did it for cancer. She did it for wildlife situations, wildlife conservation. And so she found a different way. Yes, it promoted her, but it also was, she really was a voice more. It wasn't about getting rich because we didn't, but we survived yeah. on it. We yeah. lived We did, we were comfortable, but she really used her voice. And I think that's a really interesting thing because you will see sometimes people in not such a fortunate place actually give more sometimes to those kind of nonprofit needs or whatever. And it's not always about making a huge amount of money. It's about the artists want to survive and artists don't always, artists, um, some are, everyone's different. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you look at Bev Doodle who, you know, Bev Doodle has this house or had a house that was like all carved with feathers. And I, I mean, you know, it's it's crazy, but it's cool. So everybody's different about what they do with or without wealth. But I think it's interesting now too, I just got to go to this, that crowdfunding, is kind of what, When you're talking about the starving artists, um, Mm. when Nancy did her things, people were able to support an artist in her family and also a nonprofit, which I think Mm -hmm. was an amazing thing. And also have uh, actual art in their household and their life and have like this whole other exchange, not just it was just this multiple layered thing. Nowadays, we're seeing crowdfunding happen for artists and musicians uh, with whatever they're doing. Um, they, you know, it's like oh, I've got a new album coming out. Oh, I have a new painting series, or maybe it's the theater. They're using crowdfunding. So, isn't that kind of going to the starving artists in a way, like, hey, I need everyone to come together uh, to support me, and you're going to get this back in return? So, isn't that part of where we're at now,
1: Victoria? <laughs> Uh, there's a question in there, <laughs> uh, the coming together um, is, re- is really good, I, I, I think it's, it, it gives people support, it gives, gives a, a united somewhat united front, it gives, uh, it gives a way to promote uh, uh, when you pool your resources, so all that is good. Those people today that are doing that today might have been called starving artists in another era, uh-huh. you know, if they if they could have done that. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them, of course, they, we have so many more resources for promotion today um, that it it may be easier to to uh, operate that way. I know I know that more more and more people are selling their work online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Not, not through not through a dealer so um because a dealer the dealer does have an investment and um has the contacts he, he, yeah he has a contacts he has got he's got a space he, he's got he's got electricity electricity and um and a roof that doesn't leak so so uh, we sometimes need him uh but um uh, and he deserves to be rewarded for what he does for us but uh, but not we have so many more artists today. There's not enough galleries to to support all these artists. So going out on your own and uh, doing doing your own promotion is as uh, a real viable alternative. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. I think That's it's just, just really changing. Yeah. yeah, the internet has changed things, and mm-hmm. like Instagram for photographers is a huge deal. It's huge. Um, it's just amazing. And because you can connect with people in ways that you couldn't before, even though they have social media managers and everything, there's still a way to connect and do something to eventually get noticed. So we've really changed. And you could still be the starving artist, but go, hey, I've got a cell phone and social media. I can do this. You know, yeah. Um so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it goes down to that word integrity, which we always come back to with you, Victoria. Yeah. It's always awesome. So, everyone, uh, please go to Victoria's website, victoriachick.com, see her artwork and uh, everything that's going on there's amazing work. Uh, contemporary figurative art, uh, first contemporary figurative artist I've ever met. I didn't even know the term <laughs> until we met you. So, you know, you, you've taught me so many more terms. Don't ask me to pronounce any of the French stuff that you did today. Good for you. You did that. <laughs> but thank you so much. And everyone, Victoria's on our show every third Saturday. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. And when you go there, also go to BlendRadio and tv.com or NationalParkTraveling.com. And you can hear her past interviews and read her articles there. So thank you so much, Victoria.
1: Well, Thanks. thank you, and, and I want to thank you especially because you sent me on these these little uh, uh, tasks, <laughs> <laughs> and you always make me dig deeper than I ever would have d- dug otherwise. So uh, you cool. you are improving my education.
0: Oh, cool. thank you! You're improving ours all the time. Trust me, it's it's cool. with these these conversations, you know. Uh, thank you! Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Okay, talk to you later.